0: This is Hook Broadcasting from the Working Narrative Studio. Hooked is a real people media project.
1: There are markets in North Carolina, specifically in the metro regions of the Triangle, the Triad, Charlotte, Asheville, that would like to get a hold of seafood from the coast, but we don't have well-developed supply chains to make that happen. And I just think people want to know where their seafood is coming from. It's not just a safety and quality issue. I think people also want to support the people that grow and harvest their food.
0: Hi, I'm Maggie Burns, and this is Hooked. If you live in North Carolina, then you know there's nothing like sitting down to a basket of fried shrimp at your local seafood restaurant. But that seafood probably wasn't caught on the North Carolina coast like you might expect. Today, we're talking with Barry Nash who explains why North Carolina seafood doesn't always make it to consumers in the state. If you wanna understand North Carolina seafood distribution, Barry is one guy you've got to talk to.
1: Seafood has always gone north for a couple of reasons, one of which is is that there are wholesale consortiums in Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, particularly New York and Boston, where our industry can put ice seafood on a truck and ship it up there, and they are a one-stop shop for receipt for um, parceling out the product and packaging it in a form that their customers want. And they will do the distribution and they'll do the promotion up there. Uh, And those are specific functions that our industry down here doesn't normally deal with. That's part of the reason why we don't have a supply chain going west is that you're gonna need to have people who are in contact with your customers at least weekly. To be able to figure out what people want and what quantities they want, uh, what kind of price and things of that nature. Those wholesale consortiums serve that function. So what our, our industry does is they're more involved in the harvesting, the receipt, uh, the packaging, and the distribution. They don't deal with, the I would say, the sales and promotion function.
0: Now let's break down the process a North Carolina fish goes through to end up on your plate.
1: I would say the supply chain for North Carolina seafood is that it starts with a fisherman and they mostly work for themselves the small businesses and use their own equipment to fish for a number of marine species during the year. When they're out on the water, once they reach their harvest limits, they then travel to a fish house to offload their catch to another entity here that basically is going to do some minor processing and some packaging. Uh, of this seafood. In most cases, the waterman already has a business relationship with a certain fish house, and so they return to that same fish house over and over. The intermediaries in uh, in the seafood supply chain here are fish houses and their wholesale customers. So generally, a fish house is gonna do minor processing, such as heading shrimp or filleting fin fish, or they might add substantial value to seafood, such as processing cooked crab meat or producing heat-and-serve crab cakes. Basically, the fish houses will sell their seafood to coastal restaurants and seafood retailers here on the coast, but what we have found is is that North Carolina seafood becomes a little less available the further you travel from the coast to inland areas of the state. And again, that's all related to the lack of supply chains uh, that we have within the state going from east to west.
0: Barry has contributed to a two-part solution, a blueprint, if you will, for North Carolina remedying this situation. In part one, Barry explains that we need a processing and cold storage facility on the coast.
1: North Carolina Sea Grant and the East Carolina University Mm -hmm. uh, School of Business recommended developing at least one modern processing and cold storage aggregating facility on the coast. So what would happen here is is that seafood would be uh, sourced from a number of different fish houses that are along the coastal areas. This facility would house technology to not only do some minor processing, like heading shrimp, for instance, but it would have uh, freezing capability.
0: For part two of the solution, Barry says that we'll need a distribution center halfway between the coast and major cities like Raleigh or Charlotte.
1: And then they recommended developing a centralized distribution center that would be farther inland from the coast. And this uh, distribution center would act as an aggregator of seafood source from all coastal regions uh, and allowing that product to flow to different metro markets.
0: Well, now that we've got some solutions, what comes next?
1: Obviously, somebody has to take ownership of this idea to make it happen, whether that's going to be a company, within or without a state or if it's going to be a group of stakeholders that would want to source funding to start building this. And I just think people want to know where their seafood is coming from. It's not just a safety and quality issue. I think people also want to support the people that grow and harvest their food. There are some um, what we call small distributors who are buying seafood from specific fish houses on the coast. And my understanding from talking with them is that they just don't have enough seafood to meet demand. So that's a good thing. But in order to be able to provide more of the local seafood that we have here, we're going to need to have better developed supply chains.
0: You've been listening to Hook, a project of working narratives in Shoresides. Shoresides is a local journalism project serving coastal North Carolina and beyond. If you can't reach us on VHF, you can email us at infoshoresides.org. At Thank you for
1: listening.